This is Current Thought, Con Edison's podcast providing a first look at the cutting edge ideas, innovations, and technology that enable us to be an energy industry leader. Welcome to Current Thought. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Corbelis. On today's episode, we're talking with Eric Davis, a section manager in Con Edison's Utility of the Future Group, where he and his team are focused on innovation. We'll talk with Eric about the Clean Energy Program and other groundbreaking initiatives he and his team and many others at Con Edison are working on to make buildings in New York carbon-free. And that's a big task. Not only are New York's buildings as diverse as the people who live and work in them, but they account for the largest amount of greenhouse gas emissions from the Freedom Towers to the Empire State Building and Hudson Yards to the Brownstones in Brooklyn and the box stores in the Bronx. We need to take an all of the above approach to find clean energy solutions, supersize them and help customers adopt them. And that's what Eric's doing. Welcome, Eric. Thanks, Emery. Appreciate you having me on the podcast. Well, I'm so happy you're here because I was wondering what the Con Edison Innovation Hub is. Could you tell us? Sure. The Innovation Hub is a group that was formed at Con Edison about four years ago to advance and scale technologies and process improvements within our company and with our customers. We work with our colleagues across the company to scout for new and promising innovations to not only help us solve our challenges, but also help New York City, New York State, and our customers reach our collective clean energy goals while doing so safely, reliably, equitably, and affordably. Meeting New York State energy goals is challenging. And there's something called the clean fight. Could you tell us more about that? Yes, the clean fight is a program that started a couple years ago, is a not-for-profit company uh, that really helps accelerate technology advancement. Uh, And we're working with them to identify and help scale these innovators from around the world to support the energy transition in New York. And this boosts the economic opportunity and job creation for all locally again and across the state. This program is primarily supported by funding from the New York State Energy Research and Development Authority, also known as NYSERDA, and the US Department of Energy. And it also includes a really diverse set of other supporting stakeholders, including not limited to ourselves, Uh, to help these innovators expand their businesses in New York State. So these support stakeholders help from financial, strategic, policy, uh, and and technical and beyond. Uh, Everything you really need to know to scale your business in New York State, we're here to help. Eric, you mentioned that the clean fight is one of the initiatives that we're working with. Can you tell us a little bit more about the others? The clean fight is definitely not the only one, uh, both in existence and one that we're working with. My group is responsible for co-leading with our research and development department and with others, our involvement in related technology innovation and incubation programs. Uh, One notable one is called the Electric Power Research Institute or APRI's Incubate Energy Program. And this program is similar to the Clean Fight, but its scale spans well beyond the United States and involves 20 or so utilities currently again, within the United States, but beyond as well, and many, many technology providers across the globe. And we're also less formally connected to various other programs and clean energy incubators or accelerators, venture capitalists, and other utilities across the country and globe, which help us further identify and support these new technology providers if and when they want to scale in the state and New York City. And more locally, we're also 
recently part of a partnership with the New York City Economic Development Corporation and a company called New Lab, which is based in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, to explore how different forms of energy storage can help make the city more resilient. So think of battery systems or thermal systems that can help make the city and our buildings and our customers more resilient. And we also have less formal partnerships, as I mentioned before, uh, with local incubators such as the Urban Future Lab, which is part of New York, uh, New York University. When I think of incubators, I think of hatching chicken eggs in like <laughs> a grade school. And so and it's, it's kind of the same thing, though, right? We're creating a atmosphere where these innovators can thrive and come up with solutions to some of our clean energy problems. Is that the same kind of idea? Yeah, that's a great analogy, actually. Uh, so firms or, or organizations such as the Urban Future Lab and New Lab provide both the office space to house these growing companies as they burst out of their eggshells, per se, <laughs> to, uh, and, and also expertise such as in-house entrepreneurs and residents, they're called, legal support, or other just business supportive um, items from hardware, tools, and resources, uh, to some of those softer items I mentioned before in terms of legal or other strategic support. Uh, so yes, these, these types of um, businesses or organizations are, are really important often for giving a lending hand to these early stage companies and allowing them to uh, more efficiently scale their businesses and increase the chances of their success. Wow, because you could have a great idea, but it can never, you know, it may never come to fruition unless you have all of these other components that make it viable in, in the marketplace. That I think I'm wondering what are the most exciting technologies that you're seeing right now because you're on the cutting edge. Yes, again, there are way too many to cover uh, in this one podcast, uh, but I'll mention a few of them here, especially the ones that we've come across through the Clean Fight program. So we'll start at the basic level, just the continued expansion of companies that provide somewhat more general central heating system efficiency improvements in our customers' buildings. So before and during the clean fight, we worked with companies such as Runwise and Enertiv who provide these types of services. Next, getting a little bit more advanced and we're looking at creative non-invasive building insulating technologies to financial innovation. We are extremely excited to further make progress around financing clean energy projects because alleviating cost barriers to doing this important work is probably one of the most important challenges uh, we can solve. So we've worked with companies such as Block Power in the past and are also piloting a financing offering ourselves in partnership with a firm called Ascentium Capital. Eric, could you tell us about some of these innovations? How are these startups thinking about heating and cooling our buildings so that we're more efficient? So general providers uh, of central system improvements, these companies are improving and further digitizing existing traditional systems, which can be considered kind of analog or, or dumb in some circles, making them smarter, taking these older central systems, whether natural gas fired or oil fired, heating and hot water systems, making them significantly more efficient with modern communications, weather forecasting, demand forecasting from the people in the building, and then adding controls to those systems to make them uh, deliver what is needed when is needed and not overheating um, the space or, or hot water. And many of these central systems, I mentioned natural gas fired and oil fired, 
despite our clean energy goals to transition these to likely all electric in the future, these systems will remain in place for quite some time. So it's important that we make them as efficient as possible until the time does come when they are replaced with those cleaner, likely all electric systems. At the risk of sounding a little analogish, I was hoping you could tell us what some of these smart features are. Traditionally, these systems have been installed with uh, pretty basic control and kind of turn on, turn off methodologies. But when you'd start to tack on some of these smarter systems that can better forecast and learn from the, the people using their output in the building, then you can better match the supply that these systems are providing with the demand that the customers or the tenants uh, are requiring on their end. So make, matching that supply and demand makes the whole system more efficient, which reduces the cost to the tenants and the building owners, makes things more comfortable in terms of space heating, and generally makes things cleaner because the system is running more efficiently, therefore emitting less. Wow, that's great. And you then you talked about window inserts. How do these things work and, and yeah. what do they do? Window inserts, it may sound super simple, which it is, but it's a good, smart innovation uh, in the, we call it a general building shell space or, or uh, building envelope space. So these products simply attach to the inside of a window or window frame and improve an older window's insulating characteristics by helping reduce heating losses in the winter and reduce cooling losses in the summer at a much lower cost and lower installation effort than replacing entire windows. Just think about replacing windows. You have to take them out, make sure all the measurements are consistent, put new windows in. That's extremely difficult to do, especially in our dense building environment in New York City. So if we're able to retrofit these buildings with inserts, we can achieve somewhat similar uh, insulating characteristics as replacing new, with new windows at a much, again, lower cost of product and installation. Well, that's really cool. These window inserts would stay in all year around, I assume. Yes, yes. They are semi-permanent. You can remove them quite easily, but they're meant to stay in place all year round. And then advanced heating and cooling. Tell us about that. Yes, given heating and cooling, some of the, the biggest draws on energy um, in our service territory, uh, companies such as Radiator Labs um, providing advancements in this area are very interesting to us. So Radiator Labs, their main product is a, a cover that goes over a steam radiator, which is a main heating system that still is around in New York City. Their product is called a Cozy. And this Cozy device, again, slides over a steam radiator in someone's apartment, which when deployed throughout an entire building, makes the steam heating system much more efficient and better controls the system heat output by that central system. Because in the past, it might just blast out a lot of heat and make an apartment overheated and not comfortable. And you'll see people literally opening up windows in the winter to cool down. That is not great. We don't want that to happen, nor does Radiator Labs. So installing their systems and potentially in partnership with the company I mentioned earlier, Amana, who provides window unit heat pumps, this can offset even more central system energy use. What would be done with the excess energy that, or the excess steam, or you wouldn't have need as much steam with this technology? Yeah, so this with this technology, the central system simply produces less steam. So that is savings again on the energy bills and also emissions. And 
significant increases in tenant comfort. And I love that the name is Cozy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name, yes. Yeah. And then heat pumps. We're doing a lot of work in heat pumps. Can you tell us what the future of heat pumps is? We are doing a lot of work with heat pumps. Heat pumps are a critical part of our clean energy future. And these systems come in a few different forms. You can think of a heat pump as a technology similar to a window air conditioning unit that provides cooling, but these systems also provide heat. So these systems pull thermal energy out of the air, out of the ground or other sources to heat or cool your apartment, house, or whole building. And these systems can reduce or in some cases eliminate the entire need for traditional central building, natural gas or oil-fired heating systems, which is a particular challenge in New York City. And the systems can also provide very efficient cooling in the summer period. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk to Eric about how innovations in financing are helping develop these clean energy solutions. You're listening to Current Thought, Con Edison's podcast that looks at the cutting edge innovations and technologies that make us an energy leader. Please follow us on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Our handle is at Con Edison. Now let's return to today's episode. So welcome back, Eric. Let's continue our conversation. What are the innovations in financing that we're talking about? Yeah, as I mentioned, financing can be, if not the largest, one of the largest barriers to doing these energy efficiency, electrification, or clean energy projects. Those upfront capital and installation costs are just such a kind of sticker shock and just barrier to get over for people, building owners and customers doing these projects. So if we can innovate financially, the approaches to reducing this barrier, we can spread the, the payments in partnership with these customers over time, share in some of the savings achieved through these projects, and that can smooth the, the willingness to do these projects with these customers. So we see financial innovation in, our, uh, in this sector extremely important to continued success. And as I mentioned, we're piloting a program directly, but we're also supporting indirectly providers in this space who seem to be popping up left and right. Con Edison provides energy to millions of customers in New York City and Westchester County. Why are we involved in, in developing innovative technology that reduces the use of energy? It seems counterintuitive. That's absolutely right. Considering we are that electricity provider to all of New York City and Westchester County and the natural gas and steam to provider to a portion of that area, we are the ones that customers turn to for most, if not all things energy related. So given this, it's critical that we provide not only the reliable, resilient, clean and affordable energy to our customers and what they expect, but that we help them in their own journeys of making the systems and overall buildings that they own cleaner and more efficient. So we do this primarily by providing the financial rebates and technical assistance for their projects that people are very familiar with. Uh, and this is really all part of our journey with our customers to make the general economy zero emissions by 2050. So achieving a net zero emissions economy is critical and as part of our clean energy commitment, an important thing that we are working on. Have our customers embraced any of this technology yet? Yes, absolutely. At this point, our energy efficiency rebate programs have grown to partnering with our customers on tens of thousands of projects per year 
uh, from those more basic technologies that I mentioned earlier to some of the more advanced technologies as well. And part of those programs that I mentioned, rebate programs, that all totals up to well over $100 million of project rebates that we provide to our customers each year. And these efforts continue to grow significantly and we will easily collectively surpass over a billion dollars in project rebates provided to our customers between now and 2025. Eric, what would you tell building owners if they were listening today? Reach out to us. Uh, if you haven't already worked with us in the past, or even if you have, uh, please just reach out to us. We or our partners can help you achieve your clean energy goals. We have the expertise in the financial rebates to make your building and your operations more efficient, cleaner, more affordable, and more attractive to your tenants. And for those buildings that are greater than 25,000 square feet in New York City, we can help you meet the upcoming uh, New York City Local Law 97 emissions reduction requirements through these projects. Well, that is a great goal for this project. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thanks for having me. It's a great time. Nice speaking with you, Anne-Marie. And that's our show. A special thanks to Eric Davis from Con Edison's Utility of the Future Group. I'm Anne-Marie Corbelis, and this is Current Thought. If you have a technology idea, a comment, or question, send us an email to podcast at coned.com. We'd love to hear from you. And remember to follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Our handle is at Con Edison. Make sure to use our hashtag, hashtag current thought. 